Today's podcast is brought to you by Dell Expert Network. Cyber attacks can destroy businesses, and when data is the driver behind the success of your business, there's nothing more important or worth protecting. Protecting the organization starts with protecting the data, and no one knows this better than Dell Technologies. Join the Dell Expert Network now at www.dell.com forward slash expert network to learn more about how Dell Technologies is partnering with MSPs to offer their broad array of security solutions. This episode is brought to you by VARC Solutions, an elite level Intuit QuickBooks solution provider. VARC's partner program helps MSPs add QuickBooks products and services to your line card. There's no fee to join and no sales quotas. VARC handles everything with pricing and order support and escalated expert QuickBooks support. Visit varcsolutions.com partners for more information. You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Hey, hey, got some interesting, good, and interesting news for you today. Um, this bit of it's an article it's not an article it's a study but it came from our good friend uh, Corey Munson over at PCmatic and um, he he, uh, he he let me know about this this study and uh, I thought wow this is really interesting and I and I dug into it a little bit more and then the more I dug into it and started to you know correlate it to some other things that we've been tracking here I thought this is this is cool. Need to talk about it. Put it on the put it on the MSP zone. Uh, for those of you who don't know Corey Munson and all the the good work he and his team do over at PCmatic, um, go check go check them out. Um, uh, they're, they're not they're not sponsoring this podcast or anything, but they they've been on this program before. They have uh, they are longtime. I'm talking about PCmatic. They they've been longtime supporters and advocates of the MSP profession. Uh, longtime supporters of the of the MSP Alliance, many going back well over ten years, um, and they do good work, right? They're, they they do good good security work, good software security uh, company. Um, so go check them out. Anyway, to business. Um, this is a study. It's not an article. It's a study, and it was a study that was published by Deloitte. Um, those of you who don't know, Deloitte's the, one of the big four accounting firms. And so it was by Deloitte and NASCIO, N-A-S-C-I-O. So I think this is the National Association of State Chief Information Officers. So these are the, uh, of the 50 United States that we have, um, I'm assuming all of those, I, I could be wrong, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if all of those states have CIOs um, in the, now I don't know if these elect, I, I'm assuming these are not elected positions. They're probably appointments. Um, I could be wrong, but um, nevertheless, I'm assuming a, all or a, a vast majority, <clears throat> pardon me, of the, of the U.S. states have CIOs, and apparently these CIOs 
um, have uh, have an association and they get together and they do association types of things, just like MSP Alliance does. Great. All right. So they, along with Deloitte, did this study. And we'll link to the study so you can take a look at it. And it's called the 2022 Deloitte NASCIO Cybersecurity Study. Now, it is, and, and the subtitle is State Cybersecurity in a Heightened Risk Environment. Uh, not quite the understatement of the year, but it, nevertheless, it's important. Um, and so the article, it's a, again, I, I keep checking myself. It's not an article. It reads like an article, but it's it's a study. And, and this is on the Deloitte um, website, so you can read it there. And it talks about the the um, the study itself, what uh, you know, who the authors were, the key takeaways, and, and all types of stuff like that. So I was reading, and and you know, I'm assuming this is one of the things that caught uh, Corey's um, eye, and why he he kind of you know brought it to my attention because you know down I'm reading, I'm reading, you know, the, this is not an MSP study, right? So first of all. That, that's the thing. This is a Deloitte U.S. state CIO study, and they're talking about CIO, cybersecurity types of stuff. And the the focus is on post-pandemic posture of, this, of the many states here in the U.S. and what they are doing and what these CIOs are doing to prepare their states for what's coming next. And yeah, it does say, so the 2022 survey was the result of robust participation by 50 states and three territories. So I'm assuming there's 53 um, CIO departments or, or at least three, 53 CIOs who participated in the, in the, um, in the study. And again, I was just going down, down, reading through it, reading through it, wondering, yeah, Corey, why did you, why did you, um, why did you tag me in this? And I came across figure nine and this happens. Uh, it doesn't have page numbers, but it, it's, it's maybe two thirds of the way, maybe almost halfway down in the article. And it says many states want to outsource specific function areas and contract with managed service providers. And then it has, with, with the whole motif of the study is 2020 perceptions and 2022 perceptions. All right, so this is not a trend line of the of the in between year with you know 21. It's 2020 and 2022 snapshot comparison. And here's the takeaway. And this is, this is I'm assuming, what Corey found really interesting and, and that what he thought I would find it interesting. And I, and I do. 51% of state CIOs in 2020 wanted to or were planning, I don't know if this is a planning on or if this is they were actually doing it. I think this may have been a planning to type of a question. Um, if you selected staff has gaps and competencies, how does your state plan to close the competency gap? 
So that's at least part of the question that was asked to these CIOs. And contracting with a managed security services provider is listed as one of the options. And 51% in 2020 said that that's what their plan was. How much was it in 2022? 78%. That's a huge, that's almost 30, 30 percentage points up. A 30% increase. Not, it's not a 30% increase, but you get, you get what I'm saying. It's 51 to 78% jump in, in two years. That's a, that's a pretty good indicator. And, and then it goes down further and it talks about, you know, CISOs relying on outsourcing for security operations center, meaning they're, they're, they're outsourcing a, a SOC or a SIM type of a service, um, presumably to an MSP. Um, and, and, you know, you guys can read through the study yourself. That was the main point that caught my attention it's, I'm assuming it's what Corey found interesting, but here's why I really found it fascinating. Number one, what happened in 2020 early on that if you listen to this podcast, if you were reading what we were publishing at that time, what was happening that I said way back in early 2020, folks, you better pay attention to this because this is a predictor of what's coming. And I'll try to find the actual article or, and or podcast because I think I maybe did both. But, you know, and I'm not talking about the pandemic. What I'm talking about is a little old state called Louisiana was the first of the 50 U.S. states to actually come out and pass a MSP registration law. And I had spent a great amount of time, and others did as well, but not a lot of people covered this. In my opinion, most of the channel publications ignored that story. I don't know why. I'm not going to guess as to why. But it didn't get a lot of coverage, but we focused on it a lot. And we said, this is something to be mindful of, not scared of, right? I didn't say that. What I said was, we need to be watching this because this is a predictor of the future. What did I mean by that? What I meant by that back at the time, and you can go back and listen to it, read it for yourself, is that this Louisiana MSP registration law was going to be a model for other states on how to proceed. I also said, this is not just a model for other state behavior, legislative behavior, but I also said that this Louisiana law, and this is based off of firsthand accounts, right? My specific communications with state officials in Louisiana who were asking us at MSP Alliance questions about how to how the MSPs operate, what did, what did they, you know, uh, they, they were asking us questions. Let's, let's just leave it at that. And we were giving our opinion on things and we were giving opinions on what 
you know, what the MSPs might find favorable and what the MSPs might not find favorable. And, and through that correspondence and that communication, I came out with a very real belief that the state of Louisiana was intending to pass this, yes, to be a safeguard for the state agencies that happen to use MSPs. But I interpreted my, this is my own, right? I'm not saying anyone else holds this opinion. It was, it's my opinion. If others share it as well, that's fine. But this is my opinion. I didn't pick this up from anyone. No one told me this. I viewed the Louisiana MSP registration law as a pro-MSP law. A pro-MSP law. Now, there are some of you, and I'm not going to give credence to the to, to, to folks that perpetuated, um, if not an outright lie, then certainly a, a grotesque misinterpretation of, of what, we, what we have been supporting here at MSP Alliance for many years. There, there are some people who confused the MSP registration law with licensure, right? And I want to dredge that up again. I, I, that I've, I've spoken about that so much. Um, I think you guys know what our opinion is. You can go back and listen and read about our opinions on MSP licensure. We're against it. We've always been against it. We're still against it, period. End of story. Having said that, we were very uh, after we had these communications with with different people in Louisiana, we had a very a much better feeling for what Louisiana wanted to do with this law, which is to make make it safe for the state to use and embrace the profession that we call managed service providers. Right, the law was not an attempt to regulate and to keep out MSPs. the The law was. I believe, uh, if not overtly stated as such, legislative intent, but I believe that the impact is to create a safe, flexible, non-bureaucratic, non-officious environment for the state to embrace MSPs, to use outsourced relationships with managed service providers, to do the things that it very clearly, if you read this study, right, of, of the uh, NASCIO, right, this is exactly what Louisiana was trying to prepare for. That's why I thought this was a really exciting piece. Because it, 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 um, it proves, at least in one scenario, but I think it's, it's a larger trend that we can rely on, it proves at least that the that the business drivers are there for for the U.S. states to be able to identify real IT management and cybersecurity gaps that must be filled, and the very real uh, option that these state CIOs believe, which is MSPs are one of the best, if not the best option for bridging those gaps. And if, 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 if a jump up to 78% of, of, the, of the CIOs believe that that's the, the course for bridging a, a, an IT staffing gap, 
I don't know what it what is more pro MSP than that. So the number one, number two, if if we're looking at increasing right, and in states are not, don't take this personally, right? States are not cutting edge entities. They typically lag far, far behind the private sector, right? They have budget constraints. They have they're they're, they're bureaucratic by nature. They are political by nature. They they are slow moving by design. So I'm not saying anything that's that's intended as a negative. It's just it's a statement of fact, right? States aren't at the cutting edge of of um, change, but. In this one case, they are re, they're they're following their private sector brethren, right? They're following what has been happening in the private sector for many many years, and they're finally realizing, yeah, we 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 have real challenges in keeping up with our internal state cybersecurity. We have tons of infrastructure, right? States are more and more um, relying on IT, like everybody else is on the planet. To, to do certain things and these state CIOs say, well, we, we got we have these goals. We can't reach these goals with the current staffing and the current um, you know knowledge that that we have within the people that work for us. So we got to go work with an, with an MSP. And now they've got the state of Louisiana with a pretty good template in this MSP registration law for how they, as, as any of the other 49 states or three territories, can proceed with a pro-MSP stance, meaning they are, they're all in in being able to, like the study suggests, leverage and rely upon those MSPs to achieve their state goals and do so safely and do so without stepping in the middle of the MSP sector and trying to um, to regulate it in a in a central planning type of way, right? Regulate it like licensure. When I say regulate in this term, I mean licensure, which would not accomplish any of these stated goals. In fact, licensure would make it more difficult. It would make it more difficult for these state CIOs to actually leverage MSPs if there were MSP licensure laws, like the one in, um, oh, where was it? Was it Shanghai? Was it, um, I forgot. I, it was It was out, it, it was in Asia someplace. I'll find the name of it, but we did a, uh, I think we did a uh, podcast on this uh, earlier this year. Anyway, that, that was one, one, province or one uh, government, uh, the only one that I'm aware of anywhere in the world, um, with the exception maybe of China, where, where there's actual, you know, state, you know, like central licensure and oversight and regulation of the MSP. And I don't need to tell you that neither of those places, MSPs don't flourish there <laughs> at all. But this is a good sign, folks. This is a really good sign. And I'm telling you this because if you're looking at the stock market, yeah, it's up today. It's, it's up, uh, up a, few, you know, a, a few points. But we've been taking a, a battering this year. 
we're we're almost definitely in a recession. If we're not, we're you know most people are predict projecting that we're going to be in one next year. Inflation is high, right? I mean, you know, the, that's not it's not all bad news, and, and that's my point. It's not all bad news. If you're an MSP, there is a lot that you have to be thankful for, and this study further evidences what I have been saying since early 2020, which is I think that the states, I am hoping, but I, th- I think now it's a, it's a reasonable assumption, that the states all believe that there is more to be gained by working with MSPs than by not. And if we can take this as a, as a nice... It's a nice takeaway. It's a nice, you know, kind of close to the end of the year, you know, cap on on what would otherwise be, you know, kind of a, you know, a, a challenging year financially and in, in, in other ways. Um, the, the MSPs are going into 2023 at least having some tailwinds, at least having some sense of, for those MSPs who do work with U.S. states, um, they're 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 looking pretty pretty good. Like if you have any contracts, any customers who are state agencies anywhere in the U.S. or the three three um, territories, you're you should you should look at this article, download it, read it in its entirety, and start to set up meetings and talk about what what can you do as an MSP to help those customers. Now, some of you may be saying, Charles, this is all great, but I'm, uh, you know, we're up here in Canada and, you know, the provinces are, you know, very different. They're not the U.S. Or maybe you're saying, hey, we're over here in Australia. We've got some listeners in Australia. Maybe we're in, um, you know, MSP out in, uh, in Cape Town in South Africa, or maybe you're in, in Latin America someplace. Same thing applies, folks. Same thing applies. Now, I understand there are differences. There's big differences depending on where you go around the world. But take it from me. This is a good indicator. When you have this much consensus amongst state CIOs, you can better believe that their counterparts in the provinces in Canada, in the other territories in and countries in the EU, for example, in the UK, in other parts of Central and in Eastern Europe, even in Australia, in Africa, in Latin America, anywhere that MSPs currently exist and operate, you can better believe that this is going to be, if it's not already, something to be watching out for, that these provincial, state, local, and even federal governments are going to be watching what the U.S. state CIOs do and saying, maybe we should be doing the same thing. Maybe these guys are on to something. If 78% of the U.S. CIOs are wanting to work with and planning on working with MSPs to solve these significant challenges, you better believe other people are watching and taking notes. And that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good thing to 
to comprehend, at least in my opinion. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.